look, I know what they did to you. And I'm not even saying that uh, you shouldn't have a little chance at revenge, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, let me go over there. We'll try and get everything straightened out, come up with a solid game plan. And I'll let you know how I'm feeling after that if uh, there needs to be some adjustments made to the crew. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. You can find me online at Fifth of Daybreak, and I have with me the rest of the Lost Legends. Hi, I'm John. I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Tony Darkomancy. I'm David, and I play Lord Falcombe. My name is Brian, and my character's called Tajmil. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. Let's jump back in. When we last left, uh, you guys were had had a long discussion with Aviers about his intentions with the Coloss, and uh, came to find out about the Blades, that he was going to try and trade them. Um, it caused some tension in the group. Uh, the next couple of days passed without much discussion between the two groups, and it was that night when Merida was on... Uh, 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 on watch duty that she noticed the approach of horses and uh, men on horseback and Aviers woke everybody up uh, saying that this was the assault that he had been expecting. Um, so to set the scene a little bit more than that, the uh, wagons, you have five total wagons and so you've done the classic uh, wagon circle to give yourselves a little bit of an area in the center where you were pitching the, uh, your tents and you had the fire and everything. And so um, the the horses are not too far away, uh, just far enough that, you know, a tin eye would have their first gl glance of them. But, you know, minutes instead of, um, you know, an hour or half an hour. What do you guys do? Tony is in the back with Tajmil reading uh, the words of founding. I probably would just be uh, looking up at the stars and... Uh, have a, a single tear go down my eye as I think about the Coloss killing my parents once more. And then I say something to Tony. I turn to him. I say, why are you crying for? I'm not crying. You're crying. Stop crying. I can't help it. I get emotional. Wait, I'm not crying. You're crying. Two arms. Two arms. They're here. They're here. Oh, shit. Tony tosses the book down and jumps up. Uh, and I'm wearing a cape, right? I said that was my outfit. Like, jumps out of the wagon and dramatically flares the cape. Who's here? So you guys probably would have been in the, in the tent instead of, like, in the wagons. Um, so Because the wagons are all circled up for the night, and you guys have, like, bed bunkered down. Okay. So, Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, so it's storm outside in the middle of the circle of the wagons, and who do we see? Merida is standing next to Aviers. Aviers uh, is holding a bow that he's retrieved from one of the uh, wagons and he is continuing to shout to get everybody up and has started giving orders to some of the individual um, individual ranchers who he has working for them and they're scrambling around to the wagons and like you see them pull up slats of boards to give the wagons a little more defense and give them a little more cover. Tony's going to immediately start riding the sense of alertness for everyone within the camp. Okay, go ahead and give me an alimenty roll. I I got a pair of fours and two nudges. Okay, everybody can carry one die forward on a single roll. Oh. I think Lord Falcombe, as soon as the alarm was raised, would be out in the direction of the noise and looking to see when they'd hit us. Okay, yeah. Um, go ahead, Kelly. Merida's gonna um, try to look where the noise is and see if she can see anyone coming. Um, at in the very very distance, um, you can see the light of torches. You can see at least a dozen torches out in the uh, out there in the distance. Uh oh. She's gonna call back. There's at least about a dozen people, but that's the amount of torches. There may be more. Be prepared. Well, 
And how many people do we have in our little wagon train? Uh, you've got the four of you, Aviers, and then Aviers has uh, one wagon driver for each of the wagons and then one extra hand for each of them. So in total, there are 11 of you. Well, we're not terribly outnumbered. Aviers, have your men seen combat before? They know how to hold their weapons, but there's a reason that I hired on with you. I was not expecting this large a number when I first contracted with our mutual friend, though. Alright, keep keep all your ranch hands on bows. Uh, Tajmil, come up here with me. And Tony Merida, I would try and keep your distance. I don't know what they're going to be coming at. These enemies of yours, will they be employing alamancers? I don't see that it would be out of the question, but at the same time, I don't think that they would, I think they would underestimate my capabilities enough to the point where they wouldn't send them. So, uh, best, best guess, 50-50. Well, that's slightly concerning. Uh, do you think there's any way we can head them off and talk reason into them? I say we hit them head on. Can I start st- steel running towards him? Uh, steel Sonic running? <laughs> I'm gonna try and like stop Tajville. No, ah, no, come Tajville, on! No, oh, let me at him. Look, your your guess I is think as good I, as mine. I think I'm the only one here who's seen organized warfare. We need to maintain our defensive perimeter. We have ranged on them. They'll have to take arrows coming in to meet us. We need to defend the wagons and keep our position strong. We don't need to go out and meet them. You said they're on horseback, right? Yep. Oh, do- Merida's going to yell to they're, the people. They're about half the distance between where they were and where they are now. Merida's going to yell, they're on horseback. Aim for the horses to cripple them. All right. Can I coin shot them from this distance? No, not effectively. Ah, uh, man. Lord Falcombe's just going to go stand probably like, 15 feet in front of the circle of wagons. And he's going to take out the Makuitl. Rita's going to go by the archers and get out her dueling cane. Lord Falcombe, I am giving you command of this situation. You are, it is your decision whether we should fire as soon as they are in range or see if we need to, if we can renegotiate with them. Okay. You are entirely, I trust your judgment. Tajmil, with me, we're going to go try and stop them before there's any bloodshed. If not, both you and me can get out quickly. Uh, everyone, be prepared for this to go south immediately. Have arrows ready. And Aviers, do you have any special abilities you need to tell us about? Will you be useful in this combat, or are you going to be hiding? I will be on the same front lines with my soldiers as fighting the enemy off. But Okay. All right, All right, I guess this get is your serious. Ready. I, I'm going to take out uh, Sonichu right. and give him to Tony for safekeeping. Mira's going to be like, signal me when it goes south, and I'll have them fire. Alright, and Lord Falcom's just going to start running, probably get like a hundred yards out or so, and try and wave some piece of fabric to try and slow these guys down, or at least in- signal his intention to talk. Yeah, the um the horsemen will pull up uh, a fair distance from you, um, slightly weary of a single person coming out. Obviously, it would have to be an alamancer of some sort. Um, and so they would be weary of getting too close. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that they would see your your flag, whatever it is that you're waving. And did Tajmil come like with coat. you or Tajmil, did you stay back? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with them. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And then you kind of, you coin shot it out that way? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so let me roll something real quick. Um, he, the, you see one single horse break off from the rest as the rest stay behind. Um, and he comes trotting forward and stops within shouting distance, but just out of, uh, just at the very edge of what you would consider your furthest range, Tajmil. Okay. Ho, traveler. What, what is the purpose of this? We demand that you turn over the imposter Crestafori to us immediately and that he cease this foolhardy mission. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Pardon. The imposter. He is claiming to be a nobleman, and he has created this house out of thin cloth, and we will not stand for it. We will stop him in whatever ill-mannered deceit he tries to undertake. The nobility of Elendil will not take this lying down. And then who the hell exactly are you? I am a concerned member of the nobility. Beyond that, you don't need my identity. Hand him over and there'll be no trouble. Hand him over? Huh. Well, if we're gonna do this, uh, I think that there's this is, this is gonna end up uh, with bloodshed unless we get some serious compensation for this. I mean, we're doing a job right now. Can't exactly... I don't think you understand how this works. Um... Well, I'd look... I don't think you understand how this works. I... You have a disadvantage here. I know how many people you have in front of me. And I know that you will not take Avere's without losing at least half of your people. And is that worth it to you? Did you come here to die? Um, give me a charm roll. Add two. Is that Makuitel charm? My my special Makuitel charm? Because I am holding that. I'm I'm not like without a um, weapon. I I still only want to give you two. That's um, fine. I was giving I'd, you one for like your general physique and threatening look, and then one for your nobleman's bearing. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, that's a pair of fives and a nudge. Uh, he, he kind of like startles back a little bit, pulls back on the reins, and so his horse takes a couple anxious steps backwards. Um, but he, he, even though he looks a little like startled by that, he still is not necessarily faltering. <coughs> and he um, stares back and says, we have, uh, we have come out here prepared to risk our lives to stop this, this travesty of a, of a, Scar from deciding that he was going to be a nobleman. That is, that is not. It is. It, it, it's wrong. <laughs> Look at him. He's getting so all mad. You still hold by the old values. The noble, the nobility is still a, an established part of this world, and we are not going to let it be tarnished by some uppity imposter, especially one who plans on doing what this one plans to do. Quick interjection. Trevor, how how big is the camp? I want to see if I'm within uh, hearing distance. Um, the camp would be about, um, I mean, five fairly large wagons um, in a circle. So I want to say that's at least like 100 feet by 100 feet. Well, it's probably something like a 50-foot... I'm drawing it right now. Diameter circle. If each of the wagons is if each of the wagons is like ten foot or twelve foot long. Yeah, I guess it'd be closer to like seventy or so. Yeah. I I mean that's the diameter of the circle. That's not even from side to side or whatever, but And they're shouting to each other, right? Uh, yeah, and the horseman is like another um forty paces or so away from Tajmil because he saw Tajmil uh, steel running over. So, could, like from from where they are at the front, are they barely hearing him, or are they, or, or is it like really loud, like in the center of the circle? Because right now Tony is taking his charge to protect Sanachu very seriously, and he's like crouched at like furthest spot from where they are, maybe un like behind a wagon or something. Uh, give me a physique roll. All right, which is three. I don't have it up right now. Um, three. Pair ones. Uh, yeah, I put it at three, so you cannot hear them. Okay, so, sorry to interrupt. Question, since to- here's an interruption to the interruption. Tony, you care about Sonichu. Where's Fluffles? I left Fluffles back with we uh, Wittens. To... Oh, wow. All right. For, so we wouldn't have a repeat. <laughs> this, this, this is a whole new journey. David was then. just asking for a friend. Yeah, for, 
for for another guy. <laughs> a couple syllables for a name. Anyways, um, he's Lord Falcombe's gonna like shoulder the Makuitel. Tell him, I know we might have problems here, but you've come here with the intent of kidnapping an altogether innocent man. He's yet to do anything. What what spurred you guys to come here with bloodshed in mind rather than trying to talk this through? We've we've tried to talk him down a hundred, if not a thousand times. For the last fifteen years he's made the claim that House Crestofori came from Erto and it was just buried and all of the evidence destroyed by whatever rebellion it was that took over the city before uh, before it was saved by Lord Spook. But I I know friends from Erto, they have never once mentioned Crestofori, and he is not backing down from this ridiculous claim. How much does it matter? Because he's not making a noble house inside Alindel. He's he's actually going out and manifesting his own destiny. How how do you think do you think that the noble houses will just continue on their bloodlines for all eternity? That is the nature of the nobility. We were the Lord Ruler's chosen. He is nothing. You are you are self, yourself are a nobleman, are you not? I am, but the Lord The nobility is, dead. is a divine mandate. You cannot create a divine mandate from whole cloth. The words of founding say otherwise, I'm sure. They speak of equality between the nobility and the ska now. There's the nobility is only what we make of it. And while I may be of noble heritage, I have no noble house to speak of now after the Catasandra, but I seek to build it back up, just like this man is trying to build his own thing out of nothing. He is not claiming to be one of the merchant class. He is claiming to be of a class he has no right to claim. Is that illegal? Is that... You speak of a divine mandate. It is the Lord wrong. Ruler is dead. He is not God. He he does not rule over anything anymore. If you want to speak of harmony or the survivor, they the survivor would most definitely say this man has every right to claim whatever he takes. Harmony, it seems, would ask that he just make sure that he prospers and is wise in his decisions. It's what divine mandate do you speak of that exists in this world any longer? Our history was not erased when the world was reborn. I will not stand for this. We will not stand for this. Our nobility means something, and his very existence claiming to be one of us tarnishes that. It cheapens it. Hmm. Well, if this is just an exercise in zealotry, then I guess... We'll have to see what comes of it. I'll stand on this side and you'll stand on yours, but I had hoped that we could talk this through. What is it that you're suggesting? I suggest that we avoid killing innocent people tonight. This is all between you and your other nobles and this man. It can be resolved in a way without bloodshed. It is his actions that have forced our hand. We are not the ones going to arm the uncivilized brutes who killed our family and raised our towns for hundreds of years. I kind of agree with him on that one a little bit, Falcon. Tajmail, not the time. But, do you have the Lord Mistborn's blessing on this? The Lord Mistborn has been occupied with other things recently. There's and no reason Lord to get Mistborn, him hold on one second. Hold on one second. Do you know where the Lord Mistborn came from? Well, and he's a lord, is he not? Do you, but you claim him as he, your lord? He was also given a divine mandate from Harmony and the Survivor of the Mists. That satisfies what you were saying just three minutes ago. And so what tells you that this man does not have his own divine mandate? 
have you spoken to Harmony or the survivor and determined that this man is not destined for greatness? He has not made the claim that Harmony has proclaimed him a noble. He has claimed that he has always been a noble. That he was descended from one of the friends of the Lord Ruler. That is unacceptable. It is false and it tarnishes what the nobility stands for. Why should the nobility even exist if we're going to let something like this slide? Well, I don't think there's much of a future for the old nobility anymore. I believe it's certainly going to be based on effectiveness. It's all going to be based on what you can do and how you do it. It's not going to be based on who was your father and mother. Well, if it doesn't matter, then why does he have to claim he's a noble? I don't know the man. I just know what I was hired to do. But this, this, We are not walking away empty-handed. We need assurances or... We, we will not let this stand. And I understand the position that you have been put in, but this, then how about this? this is the reality. You, sir, pick your finest man. He can come up here and he can face me. Whoever wins in that, oh they go no. Home. Everybody goes home. This isn't good. This sounds like David and Goliath. <laughs> um, give me another charm roll plus or two. Or Goliath and Goliath. Uh, three twos and a nudge. He kind of gives you a curt nod, and he goes back, and there is a uh, discussion among them, and um, they come back uh, towards you, and um, give me, um, I'm not quite sure how to resolve this, because he tied you on the die roll, but it's not a bad deal, all things considered. No, and I think it stands up with, like, the whole noble thing. Like, nobles aren't going to, like, just let people die for no reason when there can be a duel of champions to basically solve it right then and there. Um, What are your terms for the duel? Your champion, our champion, choice of weapons, and doesn't have to be the death. I don't want to kill anybody today. But if that's, that's all very fire. well and good, what are the stakes? If we, if our champion wins, will he surrender? Sirloin, and we want five if, of them. If your champion wins, then I will have Tajmil here. Tajmil, you will go. You will go grab the man, and you will hand him over. And you will make sure that nobody else dies. I'll, I'll try to. And you, and no matter what side wins, there will be no further bloodshed. If you, Wait a minute! Whoa, 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 combat, whoa, 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 whoa! You get your man. If we win, you leave us alone. You do nothing further uh... to harass us. And if you go against that, then I will have words with the Lord Mistborn himself. Hey, Trevor. Yeah. Can I hear any of this with ten burning? With ten burning, you definitely can. Okay, cool. You've heard everything. Cool. Merida's like. Smiling in the dark, she's like, "Oh yeah, they're screwed." <laughs> is there? Oh, I, uh, I like it. Is there like anything the that uh, you're gonna do? Are you gonna keep anybody updated, or are you just absorbing the information? I'm not telling anyone shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said away. she's sitting there smiling the in the dark. She's like, away. "I'm making sure I can hear this. I'm not gonna do anything, but I'm going to be pleased with myself." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, give me one last charm roll. Plus two. A pair of ones and a nudge. Uh, he agrees to your terms. Okay. And I, I'm gonna, like, plant the Makuitl in the ground and walk up and shake his hand. Okay, yeah, he, uh, like, he shakes yours as well. Um, and he, uh, goes back to, like, where the group... They've moved closer. They're not quite so far away, but um, you know, close enough that he can converse with them and get there fairly quickly. Uh, without, let's just move on. Um, and after a couple of minutes, um, there's like some rustling as they pull things out of saddlebags, and they're all kind of crowded against one of the people uh, before he steps forward in uh, full uh, metal armor, plate armor, uh, with a nice long sword. And uh, stands with the long sword up, and he uh, bows his head towards you. 
Okay. Uh, Lord Falcom is gonna like kneel in front of his Makawitel for a second. And so where are y'all fighting? Uh, out right there. We're not. We're not. Uh, gonna they move probably just would have like squared off a little area right there. Um, yeah. The horsemen are kind of like forming one half of a circle, and then there's Falcom uh, in the middle, across a couple steps from the other guy, and then Tajmil just a little bit behind that, and then another, you know, just out of bow range would be where the camp is. He's gonna like. While this is all going on, Tony is going to be riding Sonichu's sense of peace and calm. (laughs) Okay, go ahead and roll it. I got ones and two nudges. Uh, Sonichu falls asleep on your lap. Aww. Aww. Uh, Merida and Tajmil, are you guys doing anything? Um. Merida's listening and kind of hoping that Lord Falcone loses. (laughs) Why? Because I want this guy to give be given away. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not really a fan of him either. To be honest with you, kind of seems dirty, even for Taj Mill's character. <laughs> Oops, I lost the duel. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Do what now? Um. So so uh, before you guys start the duel officially, um. The guy who shook your hands, Falcom, he kind of shouts out, We want to hear it from Crestafori himself that he will surrender if you lose. Damn. Hmm. Well, Tajmil, will you go inform Crestafori of the terms? Sure. Um. Alright, so I'd skip my happy ass back to camp and uh, I'd be like, Hey, um, you know those guys that you... Uh, we're kind of hoping we'd do something about, well, we are. And uh, if this doesn't work out, I'm just going to be completely frank with you. Uh, you are going to jail. <laughs> uh, Merida, would you take the initiative to go and start the conversation, or would you just wait for Tajmil to show up and let him t- steer the conversation? I don't think I'd let Tajmil steal their conversation. I would probably turn to him and be like, the situation is that they're going to have a duel. To um, If our side wins, they leave us alone. And if their side wins, you have to give yourself up. But we technically are hired by you. So if they fail, I guess we'll have no choice but to fight them. But they want you to say that you will give yourself up to them. Well... How about we just wait for Falcom to win the duel, and if he doesn't, we fight them anyway. That's win-win in my book. Yes, but before they do the deal, duel, they still need you to say you will give yourself up. You don't have to, they just have to hear it. Well, I'm good with that. And uh, after that finishes is right when Tajmil flunk, plunks into place right in front of him. A uh, quick coin shooting down through the night, landing on the street before he comes down on top of it. Uh, and lands gently in front of him, and that's when he uh, does his "You're going to jail" speech, and Avir's nods and starts walking with you. All right. Well, I guess this is uh, this is it, guys. Uh, we're either gonna. I think Merida's gonna follow them. Let's uh, let's right. fingers crossed on this Falcon. Yeah. Um. He's going to pull Tajmil to the side, like, and whisper, say, if you need to, get Tony and Merida out of here. This guy is not worth our life. Oh, no. I'm going to... And if you see an opportunity, nudge that man. Make an opening for me. Okay. And That's what I was kind of thinking about doing in the first place, is playing dirty, you know? And Wait, so we are helping him? Well, yeah. Ambush yeah. attack. No, no. Oh. I, I, and I'm like, I, I said, like, let me fight the duel, but be discreet. And if you see an opening, help me out. All right, sweet. This is going to probably right. uh, go bad, but we'll we'll do our best. He's going to go pick up the Makoweetal and stand it ready. Look his duelist friend in the eye. I, I have to take a moment to just point and laugh at 
of the situation. Ta- uh, Falcom is all, well, I'm a noble, so I got a hold of my word, but I'm going to cheat. But, you know, if we lose, whatever, we'll, we'll give him over. And Merida is like, <laughs> I want him to, I wanted to give him away. But if we lose, I guess we just have to kill everyone. Well, I was <laughs> lying to him. Well, you might be, but he's still got six other people that he has command of. Yeah, and I'll fight them. (laughs) (laughs) I was lying to him to get him to say yes. Uh, All right, Uh, Falcom, what is your wits? Uh, My wits are only a four today. Can I Uh, have my close quarters combat to that, though? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because it's not a die roll. Okay, it's yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Uh he is only at a three though. Okay. So this guy's in full plate? Yes, full plate. Alright. Uh Lord Falcone is he's gonna go for like high blows and he's really aiming to knock the guy off balance more than to try and get through the plate armor. Okay, and then with your close quarters combat, um, I think that's the only bonus that you get, right? Uh, oh, you've got like plus that, yeah. one going forward with um, Tony's oh, because... alert. Alright, so ten dice is my pool. Oh, hold on, I'm going to interject for a second with a question. Knowing the nature of obsidian, uh, wouldn't the rocks just smash apart when used against a full plate? Well, it's not just made of obsidian. It's like, it's basically a wooden sword mounted with obsidian sharp pieces. So, but so then wouldn't it just be a club if you're not using the obsidian pieces? Well, well no, I don't think uh, obsidian is as brittle as it is if it's struck head on to a point. It's only when yeah. you're chipping at the sides, which is why it makes yeah. like, such a good arrowhead and such a good. Because like a it's, an it's actually arrowhead would probably be just as effective as a seal on it puncturing through uh, like chainmail or something. Oh no, actually, it would be more effective at hurting skin. It's sharper than any medical scalpel. Yeah, like obsidian to a fine point. It's one of the sharpest things we know about that you can at least produce. But. And it doesn't blunt easily. Oh, I'm sure it's not. It's not it's as durable as a steel longsword, but like, it'll last for a minute. And it's like the whole edge. Yeah, you might lose a couple stones here and there, but like, you'll still have a fighting edge. And the um, the armor is actually like has a mechanic to account for the like it lessening the damage to them. Yeah. I think I right think on. full plate is like two less damage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going at it with ten dice, Trevor. Uh, okay. Um, that beats his seven. I'll roll eight of them for an attack. All right, that's four fives and three fours and a three. Uh, so, no nudges. No nudges, but fives. Okay, so he is going to take uh, three damage. Um, you uh, you bring the Makawito, um down hard on his shoulder, and he uh, doesn't even try and block. He's been readying his own attack to swing at you. And um, you, you bring it down right where it meets his neck, and he staggers a little bit underneath the weight of the blow, but then follows through with one of his own, um, and he swings down. And then you had two to defend with? Yep. I got nothing, though. Okay, and he is going to do uh, three damage to you. Or, no, I'm sorry, minus uh, one. four damage to you. So minus the one will be three damage. Okay. Oh, yeah, you've got health up the wazoo. This is not going to go well. <laughs> um, Tajmil, are you interacting with this one at all? Um, Probably not or yet. Would you... Not yet. Not okay. Yet, yeah. Um, so let's go into the next round. Um, Tajmil, are you going to try and interfere this round? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've already taken some damage. we got more people. This is only one. If this goes south, i got a feeling that they're not going to hold up their end of the deal, so yeah. Okay, what is it that you're going to try and do? Um, well, he's wearing plate armor, right? 
Yep. Okay. Um, and the long sword is steel. And the long sword is steel. So I think. Um... Did tell you not to be noticed. Oh. Oh man, I wish I had some sort of spirit link with my bird. Um. <laughs> Because then I could forewarn Falcone before I was going to do that and disarm him, but make it look like possibly that it was just an accident in his dexterity. But how would the bird do that? I, would I, the bird squawk onto Lord Falcone's shoulder and be like, Watch out, Tajmil's going to uh, disarm him. <laughs> yep, even, yep, even if you were able to, to connive a system Dude, that's where, a good you impersonation. Fal- where you have Sonichu yell Achtung as a signal for Lord Falcone that cheating is about to occur. We have already <laughs> accounted for Sonichu. He is asleep in Tony's lap. Okay, so then I guess what I'm going to have to do is cough fart really loud. Enough to distract everyone and then I am going to take his sword and, and, and cause it try to fling it in the ground basically. Deep, deep enough to create an opening. No. <laughs> Subtle. No. No. Okay. Nobody will ever Wait, suspect. Oh. No, I mean, do okay. no, do what Tajmil would do. Do not let this metagaming get in your way. If Tajmil would disarm the sword, do that. Yeah, that's that's what I because I want to create an opening for you to just beat the hell out of him with the the mock. At, 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 at what point? I I, at, at what, I, I like, said give him trigger? a nudge though. What's the nudge. trigger for this? Like, when exactly are you going to try and, like, make this happen? Okay, I will wait until, like, okay, so, get correct me if I'm wrong, but in this scene, we are at the point where Lord Falcone has staggered back and taken a little bit of damage, right? Yeah. Okay, so I will wait for him to charge forward, and as that guy goes to defend, I'm guessing... Then would be when I push and cause this thing to to launch it. And I'm actually um, going with my street smarts. I want to take that and launch it into one of his own men's chests if I'm able to. (laughs) No, I subtle. Subtle. Oops, he just accidentally <laughs> threw his sword into his friend. Yeah. Whoops. And then I can be like, so, uh, wow, that's one, too bad. One more that time. Tajmo, can, you, can you just give time. a little How nudge? Do you imagine yeah, this happening? Got just break it down for me one last time. Well, I think... Like, <laughs> ideal. Ideally, okay. 100% how would this go down? I, I think it would be like this, okay. So, obviously, he would be disarmed, he'd be open for attack, and Falcone would probably kill him. Well, I mean, how does, like, if, if this were to succeed 100%, what would it look like on screen? It would look like, as he is going to raise his sword up back, let's say, or something, or forward, because if you said he's got a dozen men, how are these guys, I'm guessing this is almost like the... Uh, you know, like everybody in a circle, fight, 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 type of thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay, yeah. yeah. So then I imagine it, whatever way he moves his sword, I'm just going to kind of push it along that same axis and, and cause it to just fly out of his hand, bounce off the ground even maybe, and go into somebody's leg or chest, preferably. Okay, so when he goes to attack yes. is your trigger. Yeah, like I'm going to push with his own momentum, basically. Okay. Uh, Falcone, what are you doing this round? Or, I'm sorry, he should have gone first. He's taking a swing at you. I mean, that's obvious. But Wait, what? Um, That's that's his no, declare for the round. Me. What is it that you're doing this round? Like, perfect situation. I'm Lord Falcone's going to hit him in his sword arm and try and, like, incapacitate that arm. Okay. But he he's just swinging, essentially, is the total thing. So um, are, 10 for that. Are you doing a targeted or no, attack, or are you just aiming to do damage? I, I I am aiming to try and disarm him. Okay. Uh, and that will be 9 dice for you. Um, he is going to get his 7 again. Uh, Tajmil, you have 5 dice. Okay. Uh, but the way I'm going to have it work is you're going to roll against his attack. The same that uh, David would do if he's holding any back. So uh, Falcom has first action. Nine dice coming out. Wow. 
a pair of threes and one nudge. Okay, with one nudge, you're able to stagger him a little bit um, on top of the damage. So he's going to take uh, another two damage. Um, the Weasel does the four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the nudge is going to be spent to take away one of his di- dice because he doesn't completely lose um, grip of the sword. But Yeah, because I, I set the yeah. difficulty for disarming him at two nudges. But it will affect his roll instead of dealing him more damage. Um, he is going to swing back. Brian, you can go ahead and roll your five dice. Okay, I got two threes and a nudge. He got three fives using three dice. Oh! Damn! Um, so he goes to swing, like, bring it in a... Um, he, he takes the hit on his wrist, and his arm kind of swings back, and then he uses that momentum to swing around. And since there was the added strike from Falcom, you couldn't quite judge the timing right and the angle right, and so um, you, it, his hand just kind of whips whoa, whoa, around. Whoa, whoa, can I, can I use the spirit? Can I do this? Would this be an action? Uh, sure, it'll cost two spirit to do two? that. Two? I thought it was only one. Since you already you know, know the, the results. Outcome, okay, right on. Um... Yeah, I gotta do this then. Alright, I guess I'm redoing it. There's still five. Oh. Um, that's the same outcome, so. I got three. It was worth a try. Yeah. It's alright. Um, so, Falcom, go ahead. You didn't get any take, nudges. Uh, three damage again. Uh, did you factor in my thing, or do I need to? Uh, no, that's factored in. Okay, so you already did that. So yep. take another three. Right. Gotcha. Um, top of the round. Uh, he is going to keep uh keep his barrage attack. Oh, you take a burden from that. Um, and he did takes take one, one as well. From the first. Um, so he is going to have a uh, fractured wrist. Okay. In that arm. All right. And what's my burden? Um, we're gonna say that you've got a uh, laceration to your right leg. Because I literally just freaking healed that leg, Trevor. <laughs> Wait, he swung at his leg? Um, yeah, we'll say that it hit it, and then he just kind of whipped it up, around, back down, and towards his leg after he took the hit on the wrist. Got it recorded. Uh, I'm going to go for that same sword arm again, and so I get to do 10 this time. Uh, Yeah. Tajmil, what are you doing this round? Um, oh man. Well, well, you just saw me go for the wrist. Okay, yeah. Know that too. And he's wearing plate armor? Mm-hmm. Okay, can I ask... All the, metal. Can I ask the construction of this armor? Um, it's metal. I mean, but it... Is it, it like scale s- mail, well, no, chain no, no. mail? I, I, I'm kind of wondering how it's affixed to him. Oh, it's full plate. Yeah, full plate. But how is it? How is it affixed to him? Like, would I be able to deglove his gauntlet, possibly? No, probably not. But oh, you could man. manipulate his arm by pushing on the gauntlet. Okay. Can I get it to hinge so that it bends? Like, if you take your hand and if you bend, if if, if you you flex your hand down in that position, can I can I get it so it's like so that basically that that place is taunt for where. Fal- Falcone's gonna sh- getting ready to strike, so it has. If if you roll both a high enough difficulty and nudges, because this is this is detailed enough, yeah, and specific it's enough, not mani- it's yeah. gonna be hard to uh, get just not only the pairs, but you're gonna need nudges on top of that. How quickly can I throw a coin? Can I throw this fast enough that people can't see it? No, oh, no. Shit. All right. Um. Ding. Crap. Um, just gonna throw this out there they don't know what uh, Tajmil and Falcom are capable of so for all they know Falcom they know Tajmil's a coin a... shot yeah, oh, do they? Yeah. Right. yeah they saw him steal running so uh, then they don't know what I am I, I guess but they can assume yeah, for all they know you could be <laughs> can I cause them they, to stumble? they can assume <laughs> like everyone else assumes. <laughs> Anyways. Can I push on his boots and cause him to stumble, maybe? Sure. 
All right, so five. When again. are you timing that? Um, I guess. Uh, well, what phase of the attack are we at? So Falcone is swinging down, and he's he's aiming for the wrist. I'm going in for the arm. Yeah, going in for the arm. So I would wait until after he has done that action, win, lose, or draw. Uh, so right. he gets seven dice, you get, or he gets eight dice I because of your sliced leg. Uh, you can go ahead and... And Falcom gets an advancement for yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead and mark another advancement. <laughs> okay, that's my last one. <laughs> Anywho's it's... Uh, uh, and then Tajmil, you get five dice. Uh, he is not going to defend at all. Okay. Oh no. I'm only rolling uh, six of my ten. That's three fours and two nudges. I got two fours, no nudges. Okay, he is going to lose two dice, uh, or one dice, one die for the um, attack that Brian is doing on him before his attack. Uh, and you beat down on him, and you actually see where it um, bites into the through the mail and into his arm, and um, he is looking very very hurt. But he still goes with this attack anyway. And I'm actually going to give him lose him one more die because he's taking a seri- or a grave burden from that one, because um, you did five damage total, I think, right? Or six. Well, it's four plus the two nudges. Okay, so, so he takes yeah. four because of his uh, armor. Yeah, and so he that's is a... like very very weak. Um. All right, I have got his. Okay, and I get to roll four on defense. Yep. Uh, two fives. Okay, that beat his uh fours and two nudges. I'm gonna spend those two nudges. Um, and you, uh, you tire, you, you effortlessly bring the Makawito back up and block the attack, um, and he immediately throws the weapon down and surrenders. Uh, Lord Falcom's gonna stand back and give him a salute. What's a salute look like in the Skadrian universe? Uh, it's probably different between whether you're a Ska or a, like, a Ska Rebellion well, or... obviously. Obviously, I would give him a nobleman's salute, like for a house guard kind of deal. So I imagine so. that's like the classic hand to breast with a slight bow. Oh, I'm not gonna bow to him, but I'm gonna like with the Makuito hand to breast, and okay. then you dedicate your ba- heart to the, yeah. the scout regiment. Yes, essentially. Yes, the Attack on Titan Scout Regiment salute. Yep, it's a cool salute, to be honest. Anyways, um, he he surrenders. You do your salute, and that's when you hear somebody from. Uh, or actually, I didn't roll this yet. I'm moving to. Oh yeah, no problem. And you hear somebody from the other group yell, "Cheaters! Cheaters! I sensed the steel pushing from him. Oh, he was cheating. Christ. This was not a fair contest. I knew it. Attack! Oh no! And I think we will call the episode what? there. No. Yeah, that's what I figured did, would happen. Did you roll no. for odds for them having a seeker, or did they have a seeker <laughs> all along? When uh, when you asked whether or not they had Alamancers, and I said it was 50-50, I rolled a die, and since it was above a, it was a four or five, or I think it was a five, but it was above three, so they had an, uh, two Alamancers, a tin eye and a uh, seeker. Is there any way we I can guess blame that makes it on sense. the magnetic, like, say that something's with the Earth's pole? <laughs> it was the earthquake, guys. You didn't yeah. feel it? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I mean, what was that? Ha- That's the Taj Mule line for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank everybody for listening. Uh, I really appreciate you guys coming back week after week. Um, we love hearing from you. If you wanted to give us a shout out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, we love hearing from you. Um, we love uh, we love that we're doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Um, hope that you enjoy this anywhere near as close to, uh, to listening as we do playing because it's so much fun. And uh, come back next week for the uh, exciting resolution to this battle. Bye. 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 Thank you. 
Hey everyone, one quick announcement before we leave you for this week's episode. Uh, we are having another giveaway in honor of Brandon's birthday, Coloss Head Munching Day, that happened this past week. Uh, so if you are interested in winning one of Crafty Games' Mistborn Allomancy dice, these are beautiful dice, they're the dice I use to roll on the show, the whole cast does. Um, if you want to get your hands on one of these sets of dice, what I need you to do is share your favorite moment of Lost Legends of Scadrial, either on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook uh, or leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, just show us some love, give us a share, um, tell us, tell your friends one of your favorite scenes about the podcast, and make sure that you tag us in that post so that way we can get you entered for the giveaway. And that giveaway is going to go until January 7th. So make sure you get those shares in until uh, January 7th. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, I'm not as active, but you can give us a follow on there or Instagram. And please, please join our Discord. We've had a ton of Rhythm of War spoiler discussions. Uh, we've learned a lot for just from all the different members getting exposed to different tidbits of information in different places. So come jump on, join the Discord, talk about Brandon Sanderson with us. We'd love to have you there. Uh, it's a growing community. We're having a lot of fun building it. So if you want to be a part of it, please come join us and get those entries in for the Mistborn Alamancy dice. These are beautiful dice, and we are very happy to be able to get more of these dice into hands of fans of Brandon and fans of the show. Uh, other than that, we'll be back again in two weeks, and we will uh, hear from you then. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Boy, I can't wait to see how the negotiations with the Colossus go. It's, it's going to just be so perfect. There's going to be no hiccups whatsoever with counter intentions and inter-party conflicts. Nope, it's going to be great. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like everything else we've ever done. <laughs>